You are listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, AK. This is Humans of Jeju. Jay in the studio and to introduce another Humans of Jeju, yes. Human Jay. Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Yes. Yeah. I mean, end of yes, November. End of November. Can you believe it? Yeah, I know. Time's so fast. <gasps> Time's so fast. Mm, it's so fast. I mean, Christmas, you know, feels like last Christmas actually feels like yesterday to me. Mm. But now it's, you know, December tomorrow. I can't remember last Christmas. I mean, you said it's one of your favorite oh, holidays. It is. Come it's on. my favorite. It's my favorite. I'm going to wait for Santa to come. <laughs> Are you going to yes. wear Santa Claus? Cookies and <laughs> milk. Oh, uh, and you're going to have... wait for Santa okay. to bring my present. I've been a good boy this year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but that was cute, you know, uh, joke, yes. by the way. Okay, so, yeah, here, um, you're not talking about Santa or Christmas. Yeah, who is the human... Of Jeju, we are introducing today. Yes, so let's listen to today's human of Jeju. Great. 안녕하세요. 저는 시안 매개자로 활동하는 강나루입니다. 현재 삼양에서 시앗바람 연구소를 운영하고 있고요. 저는 토종 시앗을 매개로 유무형의 시앗들을 연결하고 이어가는 다양한 활동을 하고 있습니다. Okay, please. Yes, so today's human of Jeju is 강나루. Uh, that's her name. And she is a seed mediator, uh, currently operating the Shiapparam Yonguso. Uh, English title is After the Seeds Research Institute in Samyang. Mm-hmm. She mentioned that the work she does is engaging in various activities, connecting and continuing both tangible and intangible uh, seeds through native seeds. Very interesting. Wow. Seed mediator. I've never heard of in a job like this. Okay, today's Humans of Jeju sounds like, you know, someone who does something quite unfamiliar mm-hmm. to our listeners. I already have so many questions to ask. Like, you know, but first, um, like, how did she start engaging in these activities through native seeds? Yeah, so first, let's listen to what she mentioned. Great. 제가 말하자면 토종 덕후로 지내오면서 토종 씨앗들에 대한 어떤 경험들을 많이 쌓아가다 보니까 지금 우리 시대의 토종 씨앗들이 계속 보존되고 이어가기 위해서는 어떤 영역의 경계를 가르지 않고 다양한 분야에서 이 토종 씨앗들이 조금 더 확산될 수 있겠다는 생각이 많이 들었고 그래서 어, 씨앗 매개자라는 창직을 하게 됐어요. Please tell us. Yes, so people who go beyond simply liking something are often in Korea called Toku mm-hmm, yes. or mania. Like a, like a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so according to her, she was a native seed Toku. Mm-hmm. Uh, living as a mania of native seeds, she conducted research on native seeds and eventually thought that in order to preserve and continue these seeds in this era, uh, she needed to spread them into various fields. Mm-hmm. So she took the initiative to establish the profession of seed mediator. And earlier this year, in order to widely promote the meaning and value of native seeds and to sustain such activities, she opened the Shiapparam Yonguso after the Seeds Research Institute. So um, was she originally a farmer? 
Originally, she really wasn't a farmer, mm-hmm. uh, but she said she experimented with entire process from planting to harvesting native uh, native seeds herself. Mm-hmm. Then, since it's challenging to assess native seeds in the regular distri- uh, distribution system, she cultivated a small farm with the intention of supplying them to people through farmer farmers' communities or 농산물 꾸러미, which is delivering produce packages. Mm-hmm. So as the spread and preservation of native seeds became her priority, she realized the role of a farmer was necessary, leading her to naturally start farming. And in mm-hmm. addition, she also researches and engages in various ways to promote native seed. So we can say farming is something she started naturally mm-hmm. as a sea uh, mediator. Okay, so the profession of a sea mediator is something like she created actually, mm-hmm. right? Wow, it must be like, you know, one job, like one profession because she created it. It's, you know, I think uh, she's the only one of the world. So, but it seems like, you know, farming and other activities came about naturally for her. So she mentioned that she is someone who first decides the outcome and then considers what role she can play before putting it into action. Mm-hmm. So I find her uh, to be very creative person. I mean, person, you know, it's just the individual. I'm curious about the type of work like she did before uh, creating the profession of seat mediator. Uh, so shall we listen directly from her first? Yes, please. 원래 전공은 순수 예술이었고요. 공공 예술 분야에서도 몇년 일을 했었고 경제적인 활동도 좀 했었고 그렇게 하다가 제주에 이주를 하고 나서 본격적으로 노지에서 자급을 위한 밭을 일구면서 토종 씨앗에 대한 경험이 좀 확장이 됐고요. 개인의 어떤 텃밭 경험을 넘어서 지역에 이제 뭐 여성 농민 해라든지 아니면은 자연 농사 짓는 분들의 농사 소모임이라든지 이런 지역 활동 공동체 활동도 하고 또 지역의 씨앗을 지켜오신 분들도 직접 어떤 토종종자 실태조사라는 이름으로 그런 분들도 지역에서 어, 찾아뵙고 이런 세월이 좀 오래 쌓이다 보니까 결국에는 먹거리를 넘어서 토종 씨앗이 이어가야 되는 거를 다시 예술의 언어로 해석해가지고 씨앗이 담은 이야기를 또 들려주고 표현하는 게 저한테는 어떻게 보면 좀 익숙했던 표현 방법이었던 것 같아요. 지금은 토종 씨앗을 매개로 하는 먹거리 워크숍, 뭐 식문화 워크숍 이런 것도 하고 있지만 여기 전시장에서처럼 제가 씨앗에게 배운 어떠한 점 혹은 토종 씨앗이 품은 이야기들을 예술의 언어로서 보여주는 활동도 겸하고 있는 것 같습니다. 그래서 사회적 예술가의 역할이 아닌가 이런 생각도 하고요. Mm, I'm so excited. What, you know, can you tell us what she says? Yes, so as you anticipated, she was an artist who majored in pure art. Uh, after graduating, she worked in the field of public art for a few years mm-hmm. and even engaged in economic uh, activities based on cultural arts. Yeah. And after moving to Jeju, she started cultivating fields, which led her to expand her experience with native seeds. Mm-hmm. So from then on, she extended her activities beyond personal gardening experience to the community. 
she participated in community activities with organizations like the Women uh, Women Farmers Association mm -hmm. and Gathering of Natural Farmers, uh, such as Organic and Eco-Friendly Farmers. Mm -hmm. uh, there, she even took part in the project called Native Seed Status Survey, wow. where she directly met and interviewed individuals who had been safeguarding the seeds in the region. Mm -hmm. uh, through these activities, she gradually realized that her message should go beyond just food and be interpreted through the language of art. So sharing the stories embedded in native seeds and expressing them became a work of art for her. Very interesting. And currently she conducts workshops related to native seeds, including food workshops and cultural workshops. And lately she has also been holding an exhibition at a cafe called Yuin Won in Daejeongup area, where she expresses the attitudes and stories learned through the seeds as an art form. Wow. And she considers her work as a work of social artist. Social artist. I mean, this is a truly awesome term. I mean, I read a story in a book uh, where, you know, in some countries it's natural mm. like to provide a basic income to artists. And the reason for this is uh, whenever uh, there's a social issue in the country, artists, t you know, take the lead in addressing and, you know, resolving yes. the problems. So uh, citizens, like citizens trust and support artists for their uh, social responsibilities and actions. So I too, as an artist mm -hmm. and as an art major, uh, have you know thought about not overlooking this uh, aspects. I mean nowadays, like public art in Korea is becoming more active. Many artists are showing interest in community art. Yes, that's right. And Kang Naru, as a sea uh, mediator, has mm -hmm. expanded her research. Uh, promotion and conservation of native seas by incorporating art and it has led her to be involved in broader field mm -hmm. of work. Uh, as mentioned earlier, she is currently exhibiting the attitudes and stories learned through native seas at Yuin Won uh, in Daejeongup area. Mm -hmm. The exhibition will continue until end of this year and she plans to carry this message to various places through future exhibitions as well. Wow. I mean, her job is unique, but you know, he, she used to be an artist. I, I mean, it's it's quite amazing how you know this combination will c come out later. So there's still an opportunity like to visit the exhibition. So many people uh, would be curious about like how natives look and you know what attitudes can be learned uh, through them. So if time allows, um, yeah, it'll be great for as many as like as many people uh, as possible to visit the exhibition since the exhibition takes place like inside the cafe is free to attend, right? Mm-hmm. Arirang. 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 Arirang Radio. So today on Humans of Jeju, we've been uh, talking about the story of Kang Naru, mm -hmm. the seed mediator, uh, that's, which is very interesting, <laughs> who operates the Siad Param Yonguso after the Seed Research Institute. And she's involved in raising awareness like about uh, the importance of native seeds in the current era and, you know, figuring out ways to preserve and continue, continue them. So her range of activity is incredibly diverse. Divers, you know, spanning from uh, farming to art exhibition and food workshops. So currently, you mentioned there's an ongoing exhibition. Yes. So, and I'm very curious about, you know, how it's how it was planned. Yes. So let's hear directly from her first. Great. 
포종 씨앗이 심어지고 자라고 다시 씨앗이 맺히는 동안에 하는 이야기들이 있어요. 씨앗들이 저에게 보여주는 어떤 지점들이 있는데 토종콩에서 두드러지는 탈립 현상인데요. 그거를 탈립이라는 주제로 전시 설치를 했고 탈립이 토종 곡물이 이제 익어서 그 꼬투리가 열려서 스스로 이제 땅으로 떨어지는 현상을 말하는데 이러한 탈립 현상이 식물의 콩에 있어서는 수확량의 소실이고 기계농사로 이렇게 작물을 거두기도 어렵고 그래서 어 인간의 관점에서 보면은 개발되고 개량되어져야 할 특징 중에 하나예요 특히나 이제 여기 전시한 제주 토종잠두는 야생성이 더 두드러져서 이러한 탈립 현상이 더 크게 보여지기도 하는데요 저는 이러한 탈립 현상이 식물이 그 자체로 자기 생을 이어가려는 씨앗의 태도로서 보여졌고 스스로 흙으로 떨어져서 다시 생을 이어가는 게 어떠한 자기 주체성 같다는 생각도 들었고 우리가 지향해야 하는 어떠한 태도와도 좀 닮지 않아 있나 이렇게도 저는 좀 해석이 들었고 그런 메시지를 좀 전하고 싶어서 이렇게 설치 작업을 만들었고요 이 토종 잠두는 작년 11월 26일에 파종을 해서 올해 6월 4일에 거둔 토종 잠두콩이고 씨앗을 채종해서 그 씨앗들은 토종 씨앗 나눔을 하고 있고요 그리고 이제 꽃토리들은 이렇게 전시 설치를 해서 탈립에 대한 토종 씨앗의 이야기를 전하고 있습니다 Would you please tell us? Yes, so according to her, there's a story that unfolds as native seeds are sown, grow, and become seeds again. Mm -hmm. In her point of view, these are the points that the seeds show her. Mm -hmm. She mentioned that the native beings used in current exhibition exhibit the phenomenon of talib, mm -hmm. which is shattering, where the seeds mm -hmm. naturally fall to the ground as the pods open uh, when the crops ripe. Oh, interesting. So she prepared this exhibition with the theme of talib shattering. Uh, this term refers to the phenomenon where native grains ripen and the pod, the shell that surrounds the seed in the beans and the plants, uh, opens, causing the seeds to fall to the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, in reality, this shattering phenomenon results in loss of yield, and it makes it difficult to harvest crops mechanically once the pods open. Mm -mm. Uh, from a human perspective, it's considered a characteristic of plant that should be developed and improved, especially uh, the Jeju native beans, Jeju Tojong Jamdu, mm -hmm. she mentioned, exhibited this time have a more pronounced wildness, uh, leading to a more intense shattering phenomenon. Mm -hmm. However, she sees this phenomenon as the seed's attitude of continuing its own life, wow. uh, as if the plant itself emerges from the soil, returns to the soil, and continues its life. And she believes that this natural process resembles the attitude we as humans should strive for. Uh, in other words, what she observed in the life cycle of native beans became an attitude for us to learn, and she conducted the installation work to convey this message. So during the exhibition, she is also distributing seed kits mm -hmm. made from seeds um, harvested from the native beans Tojong Chamdukung, sown on November 26 last year and harvested on June 4th. Wow, very interesting. So does that mean like if we plant those seeds, uh, we can harvest Jeju native beans as well? Mm, perhaps, <laughs> but uh, with a lot of interest and effort, mm -hmm. uh, it might be possible. 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So in the past, like everyone probably uh, has farmed with the native seeds, of course. uh, And it was a common practice, actually. Mm. But I'm curious to know uh, why people no longer use native seeds for farming. So examining the reasons in the past, she mentioned most people farm for self-sufficiency. However, now the situation is that someone else has to farm for us. So the reality is that too few farmers are handling too much food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And native seeds, due to their low yield, uh, are priced higher, mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. them difficult to distribute. Yeah, yeah. Also, native seeds have a pro- uh, prominent shattering phenomenon, making it challenging for machine farming. Mm. Uh, from the perspective of modern farmers and agriculture, native crops have many disadvantages. Mm. Uh, native seeds need to stay in the ground two to three times longer than regular seeds to mature fully. Mm. Especially in Jeju where the land prices are high, farmers have no choice but to pursue seeds that can be harvested quickly and allow for the cultivation of other farm, uh, mm-hmm. other crops rather than seeds that take a longer time. Yeah. So as we transition from an era of self-sufficiency to an era where profit is sought through agriculture, native seeds have started to be neglected. Okay, so, you know, um, like simply put, it doesn't match like Bali Bali culture, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that was simple. Yeah, yes. that was simple. I mean, I'm realizing that uh, the logic of uh, market economy also applies to the, you know, disappearance like of native seeds. So the story is becoming more intriguing. Um, you know, Kang Naru seems like both an artist and, you know, uh, also as an, uh, you know, activist engaging in a very, you know, variety of projects. It seems like she must have experienced many interesting things so did she have any stories like she wanted to share with us um like our listeners yes recently she mentioned a memorable experience conducting a fermentation life workshop with native seeds uh, it was a workshop done in collaboration with a ferment, uh, fermentation chef mm-hmm. where participants collectively made fermentation products and even had a meal together using crops made from native grains. Uh, she mentioned that a 79-year-old native Jeju farmer participated in the workshop and shared his life story, talking about the native beans he had been cultivating. Mm. Uh, Although he has reduced his farming activities due to his age, he still continues to bring crops he planted to the market. And during the workshop, Samchun, the farmer, shared his life story of making traditional fermented products using native beans. Mm -hmm. Uh, in uh, In today's Korea, making fermented products from scratch is not a common practice mm-hmm. so his story was considered special and meaningful for uh, by Kang Naru mm-hmm. and the scene of participants gathering around Samchun the farmer and listening to his story as it, uh, as if they were sitting in a cozy room she said remains a warm memory for her Wow, they must have been like, you know, meant to be, you know, meant to be, <laughs> maybe in the, like, uh, in the past life or whatever. Okay, so how did she become uh, to know this Samchun? So she had a keen interest in native seeds and food made from native seeds. So she's been visiting elderly locals who have been involved in related activities mm-hmm. all over Jeju for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, while working on a two-year research product uh, project on native farmers for Agricultural Technology Institute, she traveled 
around Jeju Island, meeting people who were preserving mm, native seeds. Okay, so is there a difference in taste uh, when making fermented products with native seeds? Uh, so in Jeju, there's a famous native bean called Purun Doksegi Kong. Mm. And rather it's used to make fermented products or tofu, yeah. she said they are incredibly delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she found it challenging to describe the taste mm-hmm. with words. Um, still, she emphasized that the products made from these beans are much tastier than those made from regular beans. However, those who make fermented products with native seeds are not doing it solely for the taste. Uh, It's their persistence in preserving tradition and protecting native seeds that keep them engaged in the challenging work. So thanks to, you know, people like them, uh, you know, traditions seem to continue, actually, you know, as the story progresses, like I'm, I'm becoming more curious about what exactly like fascinated her so much about native seeds. So from that, you know, introduction, she mm. was described as a native seed, like a mania, you know, nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now um, like I'm eager to know the story behind that. So in 2007, she mentioned that she participated in a public art project with 28 artists aimed at comforting people in the village of Chongcheonli mm. village in Chungnam province. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is an area facing a crisis of disappearing and villagers having to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in charge of the operation and planning. And this experience marked her first encounter with the social role of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, following this, she left the city's framework and capital standards, seeking the ultimate exploration of contemplation of life as a rural do- uh, dweller. Mm. And that's how she migrated yeah, to Jeju. Yeah. Then while watching a documentary on natural farming, she decided not to postpone the pursuit of Mm. the lifestyle that she had desired any longer. So she believed that the lifestyle she aspired uh, could naturally be realized by practicing natural farming. Mm. So planting and harvesting native seeds in Jeju's open field, she encountered elderly people who had preserved native seeds in the region. And listening to their stories made her realize how crucial their work was. And she asked herself, if these elders were to leave, um, who would continue this work? And this, uh, she wanted to convey the stories embedded in Native Seas in today's era and emphasize their importance. So in the past, there was a strong emphasis like on the concept of Shinto Buri, which which means body and soil uh, are not two, but one. Yeah, signifying that, you know, the produce cultivated from the land, one leaves on, like suits their body. I mean, therefore, uh, the in, you know importance of native seeds was uh, often emphasized. So, as a seed mediator, what does she consider like the is the essential factor in the importance of native seeds? So, let's hear this story directly from her first. Great. 국가적으로는 토종이라는 것 자체가 식량에 있어서 상당히 중요한 유전 자원이기 때문에 토종 씨앗이 있어야지 개발 개량되어지는 것에 대해서 연구할 수 있는 토대가 되는 원종이 되기도 하고 세계적으로도 씨앗을 돈 주고 사야 되는 현실이고 이 씨앗하고 연결되어 있는 다국적 기업이 또 화학적인 케미컬하고도 다 연결이 되어 있기 때문에 이게 산업의 영역으로서 보고 있거든요. 그래서 이제 국가적으로도 종자 실태 조사를 한다든지 씨앗을 지키고 보존하기 위해서 이렇게 노력을 하고 있지만 저의 경우에는 제가 할수 있는 범주에서 삶과 문화로서 이어져 온 씨앗이라는 게 당연한 자연의 생명의 순리이고 
그리고 그 자체로서 이어갈 수 있는 되게 선순환의 여정이거든요. 2023년은 아무리 이제 토종시앗이 사라지고 많이 없다고 해도 아직은 남아있는 시대에 우리가 살고 있고 우리가 이것을 조금 더 지키고 보존하기 위해서 할수 있는 역할이 아직은 더 많이 있지 않나 이런 생각이 들어요. 안 그러면 우리는 의존하는 삶을 살 수밖에 없기 때문에 이거는 우리의 어떤 자극을 넘어선 자립과도 깊은 연관이 있는 것 같습니다. Please? Yes, so according to her, the national government views native seeds as part of the seed industry. Uh, it allows for research into the development and improvement of seeds based mm. on native seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, in essence, native seeds are considered genetic resources at the national level. Uh, since the era where seeds were freely exchanged is gone and now we have to buy seeds, Mm -hmm. the possession and distribution of native seeds by a country will become crucial in the future, considering uh, multinational companies engaged in sea-related businesses. Mm -hmm. So native seeds can also be viewed from an industrial perspective. Uh, Countries are making efforts to conduct sea survey and conserve seeds. However, her purpose is to research seeds as a way of life and mm-hmm, culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees the continuity of seeds as a natural order, a journey of circulation. Uh, fortunately, in 2023, we are still in an era where native seeds exist, and she believes it's our role to preserve them. Yeah. Uh, if we don't protect native seeds ourselves, Uh, we will eventually end up relying on other countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Therefore, preserving and spreading native seeds uh, beyond self-sufficiency is essential for independence. So it's evident that, you know, she's uh, engaged in a meaningful activity. Many people who are not interested in farming may not fully understand, you know, the importance of seeds. Mm. Uh, So therefore, like, you know, her role seems very crucial uh, to convey the significance and meaning of native seeds to uh, more people. It's like, it seems, you know, she needs uh, to actively promote her work. Yes, and although she is based in Jeju, her research on native seas has gained recognition nationwide, leading to requests for lectures and workshops from various regions in Korea. So she travels to different areas spreading awareness about native seas. Mm, so, I mean, yeah, she's really taking practical stuff. So, yeah, she mentioned uh, her activities are not only in Jeju, but, you know, throughout South Korea, right? Mm. So is that the reason why her institute is called Shiat Param Yongguso? So she mentioned it carries various meanings. Like you mentioned, she used the word wind, mm-hmm. Param, because wind is needed for seeds to spread. Uh, it's also a personal thing, but an interesting aspect is that her husband is a researcher studying wind and is actually researching energy production using wind. Therefore, including her husband's work, they collectively called it Shiap Param Yongguso as they researched sustainability. Uh, as a joke, she mentioned that they've even discussed about continuing this research institute together after her husband retires in 20 mm-hmm. years. Uh, lastly, Param in Korean also means hope or to wish, and she wanted to include the meaning as well. Mm, great. So I hope, you know, her aspiration like really comes true. So now to the end, like, could you please, you know, share the place on Jeju Island that she recommends for our listeners? So how about we hear it directly from her first? Great. 저는 제가 지금 가장 많이 바라보고 건의는 삼양해변을 추천드리고 싶습니다. 삼양해변이 이렇게 어싱이라고 하죠. 해변을 맨발로 걷는 
워싱을 하기에도 정말 좋은 모래사장을 가지고 있고요. 제주의 하늘이 다 아름답지만 삼양해변에서 해 뜨는 시간, 해 지는 시간 다 아름답고 또 모래가 껌에서 이제 웨딩사진 찍으러 많이 오시기도 하는데요. 삼양해변에서 바라보는 원당봉의 풍경도 그리고 또 별도봉, 사라봉 이렇게 오름과 바다를 함께 바라볼 수 있어서 추천드리고 싶습니다. Please? Yes, so it's Samyang Beach, mm-hmm. a sandy shore perfect for barefoot walking uh, and also popular for wedding photos due to its dark color sand. Uh, the beach offers beautiful view during both sunrise and sunset with various hills and the sea in the background. Amazing. I know Samyang Beach is beautiful. All right, so thank you so much for all the hard work and it's been you know, amazing listening to you, you know, and this story of human, another human. Mm-hmm. All right, so I hope you, you know, well, take care. And I'm going to see you next week. Yes, see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed the segment. If you are curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com slash wondersofjeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at wondersofjeju, as well as our Instagram account at woj underbar arirang. We are going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening on this island.